Happy Monday, everybody. Curtis Wilkerson and Andrew Ellis coming to you on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning here in Fayetteville, downtown, the Natty State Sports Studios. We've got another episode of the uh, the six-pack coming at you. It's been a, an eventful weekend, Andrew, a lot going on. Um, we got plenty to talk about, man. We do, and uh, this is like the first time that we could unironically say it's a beautiful day. True, like it's, you yes. know, It's still not perfect weather out there. It's you know, We're waiting for it to get a little bit warmer, but... We've said that ironically a lot because the day we launched this company, it was like four degrees. Uh, and so we've, had, we've, we've driven into some wild conditions. Yeah, there's but, no, uh, no ice, no snow, no weird fog. So Right, but we yeah. can finally say with a straight, honest face, it's a nice day outside. We yeah. For, you know, it's at, least, it's at least an option for us to go out there, which is cool. And uh, I'm hoping to get out there later to watch some more Diamond Hogs action. It's going to be a good day. I like that. Yeah, it is going to be a good day. Uh, yesterday was a good day. Sunday um that's debatable well you know the super bowl though it's set uh and listen man scotty tried to tell us about the chiefs he tried to tell us don't bet against patrick mahomes um chiefs got it done they beat the ravens uh i think it's i just need to turn it over to you to give the uh the eulogy for lamar jackson i know it's a tough one listen so like there's a lot there's a lot of lots to sift through here and we're not gonna (laughs) we're not gonna have a full deep dive on lamar's legacy but uh you know it's one of those things did Lamar play horrible? No. It wasn't like a bad game. It was just one of those moments where it's like, hey, you know, you got to step up and win this game. And the Ravens defense played well in the second half. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, the way he – the first, like, nine or ten passes Mahomes threw, you could tell he was really locked in. And he was like peak Mahomes. And, yeah. look, credit to the Chiefs because, like, look, this is not a classic Chiefs team. Like, the, the team that no, won the Super Bowl all. last year, this is a substantially worse Chiefs team. Uh, this might be the worst team they've had since Mahomes took over as a starting quarterback. You could easily make that argument. I think regular season they literally were. Um, but you could see yesterday that this Chiefs team had that championship DNA and that these guys had been there before. And Mahomes especially it starts with him. Like You could just tell it was like one team was a lot tighter than the other. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure that comes with being the one seed. And, you know, is it unfair at times that we, you know, we hash these guys' legacies down to this small sample size and stuff like that it probably is but that's the game man and yeah. uh you know Patrick Mahomes I, I it, it just it's we can all sit here and say we hate Patrick Mahomes and we hate the Chiefs and they're overrated and whatever whatever but it's like these dudes show up in these moments and they just yeah they rise to the occasion and uh, I had a buddy text me yesterday and I didn't shout out to Andrew Bell my guy I gotta find this stack because he told me what it was Mahomes is 14 and 3 in the playoffs Curtis that is Mahomes's playoff record He's Not only been his a dog. Last 17, whatever. They went 11 twice, and yeah. 6 in the regular season this year, the Chiefs. He is 14 and 3 in the postseason. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Peyton Manning, there was a point in Peyton, Peyton Manning's career, I don't know what he finished, where he was like 10 and 11. Yeah. And we're talking about Peyton Manning, like a top five quarterback ever. I actually saw that stat pulled up, like, next to Lamar Jackson saying, hey, like, it took this guy a long time to kind of break right. through, you know. So I mean, give, so what's give Lamar, Lamar now? Like, 2 and 3, two, 3 and 4, or something like that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and look. That's not a great player record. That's a normal quarterback playoff right. record, crazy or not. You know, Joe Burrow, I think, is off to a pretty good start to his mm-hmm. playoff career. But it's like it's really hard. To, like if you're if you're winning over fifty percent of your playoff games, you are a generational guy. You're a generational True. winner. And so, Brock, like I said, Brock Purdy is a generational quarterback, as I was saying, because clearly that's what this thing comes down to. And <laughs> I think that's what makes it unfortunate <laughs> for me, Curtis, as a Lamar guy who like, look, I love Lamar. Mm-hmm. Next year, when Lamar's in the AFC title game, I'm going to come on this exact program, do the same thing, and say I love him. And yes. look, I still love him. Like I, I, you know, he made fun plays yesterday. Like, it's crazy that we're like sitting here talking about how this might be a, a ruining of his legacy for a guy that threw for two seventy two and ran for fifty four yards. 
also was his leading receiver, his own leading receiver at one point in the game. It's like, <laughs> you know, it, it's unfortunate. But, hey, man, the, the, these moments are what define guys. And, look, I'm not ready to, like, call it a day on Lamar's legacy. He's 26 years old. Yeah. He's, he's going to oh, have yeah. some. But the windows are never as big as you think they are. You know, we always like you remember when the Oklahoma City Thunder went to the finals in 2012 and we were like, oh, but, you know, this group, yeah, they'll probably be back decade. in the finals six or seven more times. Yeah, that was their window. That was their best chance. And so it's like that's what hurts about this. And I say hurts like I am a Ravens. Fan. I just love Lamar. It's hurts just Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's that, you know, you, you realistically, you only get three, maybe four chances in your career to have a, like a real Super Bowl. And I feel like this was one of his chances. He wasn't able to make it happen. You could blame him. You could blame his team. I think their O line kind of sucked yesterday. That's 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 my my stance is that the O line sucks. But uh, and they were also super undisciplined. I think they had like five yeah. unsportsmanlike conducts. There, you know, I mean, they Zay had Flowers a, pretty much. I mean, and I love Zay Flowers. We bet his over, and he smashed it easily. But uh, getting the unsportsmanlike conduct that moves your team back 15 yards and then fumbling at the freaking one yard line that hurts. That was kind of the moment where it was like, oh wow, it's really not going to happen for yeah. this team. And like I said. You could tell that one of these teams had been in these moments before and was kind of ready to be there and felt comfortable in this role. And the Ravens did not feel comfortable. And that starts with Lamar. That's that's everyone. I thought their their play calling was bad, but yeah, Curtis, there was just a lot that went into it, and it, it was predictable, unfortunate. And uh, the Super Bowl is not going to be as fun as it should have been, guys. We could have had a Ravens versus Lions Super Bowl. We were very close, almost mere made inches it. away. Yeah, and uh, instead we're getting Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift and Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, we don't even have to talk about the Lions 49ers game. Oh, no, we're talking about it. We'll talk about it. I, I <laughs> you know, I uh, panicked and like angrily bet Lions plus seven and a half, and uh, so it was pretty funny in the group message when you and Scotty were complaining about it, and I was just like, I gotta be quiet here because because <laughs> I did. I, I'm I am benefiting from this backdoor touchdown that meant nothing, but. What'd you, uh, did you did you get a chance to watch either of these games? Yeah, I watched them both. Um, I caught the tail end, though, of the of the Chiefs-Ravens. And, like, I mean, you know, shout-out to Mahomes. What is he, like, 30 of 39? So he was on yeah. his game. He Travis started Kelsey, off, like, 12 of 12 or something, yeah. too. Like, he was cooking. Travis Kelsey showed up. He was on his game. But, yeah, I was, just, I was more disappointed in, in the Ravens and not necessarily Lamar. Like, yeah. he had that one horrible pass he threw yeah. into, like, triple <laughs> coverage. Way, but Shout-out to the guy <laughs> calling for the ball yeah, <laughs> in triple like, coverage. By the way, if we really like, – we're really getting into defend Lamar territory. There was pass interference on that interception. Fair. Now, there were three defenders there, any of which could have made the interception, but one of the defenders was shoving Isaiah Likely, who, again, called for the ball in triple coverage. Right. Bold move as a rookie. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just it's unfortunate. You know, like they got the field goal to cut it to seven there, and they had a small chance but still a chance, but then they get back out on defense, the Ravens do, and you got 12 men on the field the first play. Right. And the second play, you blow up the right guard, and then you decapitate, you know, the, the guy, and so you get a personal foul after that. It's like they ruined their own opportunity right. that they gave themselves at the end. So, yeah, it, it, it was very much like a act-like-you've-been-there-before situation, um, and, and the Ravens didn't look like it. And speaking of teams that uh, didn't look like they'd been there before, holy shit, like the Lions <sighs> – that's, I mean, up, up 24 7 and just half. cooking right out of the gates. I mean, they scored within the first minute and yeah, up 24 to 7. And that third quarter was just, uh, that might have been one of the one. worst collapses I've seen, man. Well, also, <laughs> look, we love Dan Campbell on this program. Whew. Take your, you know, to quote our former boss, tr take your medicine sometimes. Just yes. kick that field goal, especially whenever, like, Brock Purdy is the opposing quarterback and he's going to need, you know, it took everything for them to get it and you end up losing by three when you passed up and you got yeah. stuffed on fourth and one it's, it's like it took like the uh 
the near interception that became the big catch right. there. You remember that? Oh, or, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like, what the hell was going on? Well, it's like, you know, when you have teams that are in a position where they have to come back, it's like they're going to need some help from you. And getting stuffed on fourth down in a situation like that, that is exactly what we refer yes. to as help. Yes. You know, it's like that's – and especially when it's Brock Purdy, man. And, like, yeah, it's tough, look, Brock man. Purdy played pretty well <laughs> yesterday. I'm not, like, here, like, going to hammer it home on Brock Purdy, but it's like – Again, this is just not going to be as fun of a Super Bowl as it could have been. You know, we'll still watch it. We'll still watch us here. We're excited for that. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, Always I, looking you know, forward to it. I'll cheer for the Chiefs, mostly just because I've got a few Chiefs fans in my life. And also, I love greatness. I respect greatness. And Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, they are great. And so they're, you know. I'm also, it'll make me feel better as like a Texans and Lamar fan. If, if, if Mahomes wins nine Super Bowls, we can at least all play that game where we're like, well, if he didn't exist, CJ Stroud has three rings or Lamar right. has, to, you know, it's like we can do that game. And so it's like, but, uh, you know, Tom Brady and all the, all the real greats, like LeBron, Tom Brady, and these, you know, Michael Jordan and whoever, people that play in their generation are the victims of their success. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you think about MJ and all these different stars who like never really got to have the team success in the winning. LeBron, same kind of thing. Steph Curry. I think Mahomes has kind of entered that stratosphere where, I mean, we might look up here in five years and be like, wow, Joe Burrow doesn't have a Super Bowl. Josh Allen doesn't have a Super Bowl. Lamar doesn't have a Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, this this guy's this guy's pretty good, man. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a cornball, but that, he's, he's, he's special, he's man. Good I think, at it. I think yeah. people, look, I'm going to cheer against him plenty over the years, but I also think people would be stupid to be like hating and like preying on their downfall. Like, enjoy stuff like this because this, this is, you know, that's what makes this fun. It's like if Lamar had won yesterday, it would have been fun because the Chiefs are great. And so it's unfortunate it didn't happen. The NFL sucks. I'm out. Yeah. The Quit. Lions had lemon booty. It is what it is. I, I do Prime think lemon booty. for the first time, believe it or not, I might be on board with the, uh, the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. I might be on board with Listen, guys. It was a nice moment down there. It's a nice the field, moment. Also, you know? what I loved is did you see, did you catch the moment between T Swift and Romo? No, I missed that Romo, one. Tony Romo somehow was like right down there celebrating with the Chiefs, uh, which is pretty funny. Uh, but he kind of looked over at Taylor and was like, hey, you know, love you. And she was like, hey, I love what you do. And like they kind of had a little moment. Like that. Uh, I, I did see the one where uh, when Andy Reid was up there on the podium, he, like, he like spotted her. her out. Yeah. And look, look, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get it if people are like, you know, people hate when like famous people are shoved down their throat. So I get right. it if you're sick of it or whatever, but it's like she's sick of it. She's is it like really yelling at the camera people. all that much when they cut away to Taylor Swift? Like who cares, bro? They cut away to Jerry Jones 30 times during Cowboys games. They like, cut away to Eminem all right. the time it's in the like, Detroit games. Why like, does that upset people so much? Yeah. Like it would be one thing if like they like had the Taylor Swift cam and they were not showing the plays. Yeah, and yeah like, like when they have uh, that, like the, the bad weather and it's like in the corner of the screen yes. and you can't get away from it. Like they just had Taylor right. Swift right there. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, and they've done crazy stuff like that before, but it's like people really hate it when famous people are highlighted. And look, I get it, but it's like I just feel like it's a weird thing to like be this upset over. And so like Agreed. I'm, I'm kind of with you, where I'm like, also like I've been a T Swift fan for a long time. Not a fan. Uh, I, I've enjoyed T Swift's work. work for yeah. a while. Uh, my sisters used to listen to her when she was like a country star back in the early early days when she was like 19. Uh, and so like you know, I've always been generally had positive opinions of T Swift. I've always had pretty positive opinions of Travis Kelsey, to be honest with you. Like, he's obviously, you know, arguably the best tight end ever. And so it's like, I've always known he's a great player and like, I've kind of liked him and his brother. And so it's like, I'm okay with this. Like, I'm, I'm kind of like, it is yeah. what it is. Like, 
As long as he doesn't, uh, as long as he doesn't win Super Bowl MVP and propose on the field or something, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah, if he gets you know, to, now, it will get to a point where it's like really crazy. I'm like, all right, this sucks. Uh, and I also, <laughs> guys, if you're a hater and you're listening to this and you're you're upset at us telling you you can't hate, they're not gonna get married. Like they're gonna end up breaking up at some point. So like, just wait. Yeah, your stay time tuned. will come. Your time right. will come. Uh, but for now, it's like it's a fun story, you know. And yeah, kind of, it's, it's fun, fun to like look back at stuff like that and be like, oh yeah, all right. You know what, Andrew? It's just. Uh, and this has been really tugging at my heartstrings all weekend. It's just a damn shame to me that no sooner than G.J. Kinney becomes one of the sexiest young coaching candidates in the country that his Texas State program receives the death penalty. <clears throat> For whatever reason, he thinks it's a good idea to hire Chad Morris, his former boss at SMU in, in 2017, <laughs> by the way, as a wide receiver coach and the passing game coordinator um, at Texas State. I could be mistaken, Curtis. I believe G.J. Kinney and Chad Morris worked together at Arkansas. Yeah. I think they did. And maybe I don't know what G.J. Kinney's role was. It was He was like the recruiting analyst or something like that. But it's kind of funny that. So he's paying it forward now? Is that what? I think he's paying it forward. <laughs> but also it's kind of funny that like Arkansas has been in the, in the the somehow in the middle of all these weird sports stories. And so this is another one that's kind of funny. Dude, uh, like Chad Morris, I don't want to. No, I do want to pile on to the guy. Yeah, let's like, pile he on. He <laughs> just keeps falling in to jobs somehow, and it's weird because, you know, everything this man has touched has has turned to shit since he accepted the, the Arkansas the job. Touch. Like it, it's just wild to me. Well, um, also, Cle- I mean, look, he had a great run as the offensive coordinator at Clemson. It's not like Clemson's. I mean, they they took it up a notch when he left too. So it's like. And then he <laughs> came back, and they sucked again. Right, <laughs> so, exactly. Like, and so it's like there really isn't. I mean, I mean, we're talking about over a decade now of mm-hmm. like everything this guy's done has been horrible. It's been tough. Um, and I mean, Allen High School goes; they lose three games under him. Allen, if I coached Allen High School football this year, I guarantee you we would not lose more than three games. Yeah, eight two minimum. You. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. come, I mean, especially if like Kyler Murray's my quarterback, Jonathan Williams is my running back. I mean, we're talking <laughs> about the talent that has come through Allen. Three losses in high school football may not seem like a lot when it's Allen High School. That's a lot of losses. It's a lot. That's why you don't stay for more than one year when it happens. So it's uh, it's wild. Like, I don't know. Maybe he'll figure some things out. But but what this tells me, honestly, is Kenny, he's officially off of my Sam Pittman replacement hot board after wow. next season because he is showing – it's just a lack of competent decision-making with his staff. Like, you can't, can't deal with that. Sorry. GJ, if you're listening, and I know you are because you're a huge fan of the six-pack – just reach out to us. We'll we can figure out a way to get past this. Be I will I will look past it if you give me a good enough reason. It can be a stupid reason, but just give me a reason because you know I love GJ Kenny. When we were in Little Rock last year, yeah. you know I had Texas State over Baylor. That was like my favorite bet of the day, and <laughs> ended up winning outright, even though I had him plus twenty one and a half. Uh, I've I've loved GJ Kenny. I love what he's been doing. I mean, his teams at Incarnate Word, his offenses are fun. So it's like I'm tentative. I'm a fan of GJ Kenny, but yeah, this is a tough one. I'm gonna like sweep. The, I'm gonna look past. This one, he just needs a better PR team, like somebody to yeah. step in. You know, mm-hmm. maybe he's got too many yes men on the staff right now, and nobody stepped in and just he said, needed "Hey, a no man." <laughs> yeah, like this is a bad idea. Okay, GJ, by better. the way, I, w- I would like to apply for that job. I will leave right now if if GJ Kenny will hire me to be his no man. You need you got plenty of yes gotta men around one. you. I will be your no man. Gotta have one. Must needs one. Yeah, m- must needs yeah. <laughs> must needs a lot of men right now to help him. Exactly. We're two beers down, but we're we're gonna stick with the Texas theme here. Um, I had just no, yeah, turn that sucker down. Exactly. I had no intention of addressing the horns down thing again, but did you see the crap at BYU over the weekend? Of course I saw it. Like, it's just, 
So a bunch of Mormons have horns down, you know, painted on their T-shirts, and they were forced to change at the first media timeout. Um, I actually don't think that was a Texas decision, but yeah. I, I think it was a like BYU administration. But not only that, but BYU's, co- BYU's coach Mark Pope, he's like scolding his own students after the game. He apologized to Texas after the game. Like that's not what we're all about. Like. What the hell am I missing here? Like, is horns down worse than giving somebody the middle finger? I mean, it's not. Well, also, the, horns down <laughs> is not a new thing. Like, no. I remember when I was five years old, my brother taught me horns down. Like, horns down is not a new thing. It's Why not is a it big deal. It's not rise a rise lately. It's not even like uh, giving the shocker sign. Like, it just doesn't uh, yeah. make any sense to me. Like, Which, again, people shouldn't be offended by that either. No, but it's they like, shouldn't. Like, it's not racist. It's not homophobic. Yeah. It's not anti-Semitic. It, it's not giving somebody the middle finger. Like, I just don't understand why this continues to be a big deal it's it's just so bizarre to me and look yeah you mentioned that it's this is more of a byu situation look i hate byu basketball i've been preying on those guys downfall all year whoever byu plays in the first round of the ncaa tournament pick them blindly i'm they're the type they smell like a team that is ready to lose a 314 game or whatever (laughs) yeah if there's ever been a team that is like screaming upset in the first round completely devastating finish to a good season it's byu I'm going to clip this. Whenever they do it, I'm going to clip this and put it as out there. As you should. Well, yeah, and, I mean, and no disrespect because he's come a long way as a player, but when Jackson Robinson's your best player. Again, that's that's another. And look, you we know, like Jackson Robinson. Love but like, but we But look, we, we know ball at the end of the day. We know that this isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to have a happy ending. But yeah, I, with Texas, it's like this isn't their decision to make this a big deal. But it's like if they think this is going to help, you know, if, if whoever it is, whoever it is that's kind of leading the charge on this anti-horns down campaign, this is not going to help. Like, you're about to enter the SEC, and now that we all know that you're really sensitive about it, and we've known that for a while, but we know that you're really sensitive about it now, it's like, these guys are going to give it to you. There's These guys are going to give it to you hard, Curtis. <laughs> and uh, Texas, you're not going to like it, you know? And so it's like, I think, like, the way to get everything is just embrace it a little bit. Right. Embrace the villain. Like, all the all the fun stories and the, the teams we love to hate. Like, for instance, Patrick Mahomes and all these guys, they embrace the fact that they're the villain. They embrace all of the you hate them and all that. Like, those are the cool ones. Texas is not even a cool villain anymore. They're just like the program that is a big brand name that is always overrated, and they cry every time you give them horns down. Like, that's not a cool brand anymore. No. Has Texas lost its luster? Yeah. It lost its luster a long time ago. I'm, I'm over it. Did Jalen Catalan, like, did he bury the program from the inside? Yes. Maybe Y'all he wrote w- off Jalen Catalan too early. He, all of a sudden, he goes there. I mean, they did go to the playoff and almost win the national title, but, but they didn't. The program as a as a brand, I feel like Texas is uh, is shaky right now. Maybe Pittman's playing chess and not checkers, and Catalan was like a planted mole to just go in there and. I don't think Sam Pittman knows how to play chess. I'm just gonna level with you. I don't think he knows what the pieces mean, and I don't think he knows how to play. Chess. He is like a uh, big checkerboard at Cracker Barrel kind of guy. He owns so he he. Me and my family, we used to own one of those. We actually we had a, we had a deck and like the big like rug that's like the checkers. The checkers, the pieces were like this big. We owned one of those. If there's not one I at the lake house in Hot Pittman Springs, seems I'm like disappointed. a checkers guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like, what right. does this horse do? I don't know. This horse, I don't, I don't like this one. But uh, <laughs> why, ain't, why ain't he got hind legs or a saddle? We love you, Sam Pittman. Come on, the Natty State Six Pack. Nice we're just guy. messing. We we're just you. messing. We're halfway through yeah. the six pack, but we're moving on to an important topic. Uh, Sydney Sweeney, if you don't know who that is, turn off your safe search and Google it. Uh, she has taken the internet by storm, and uh, she saved Twitter in in a variety of ways. But I think there's something in particular that has kind of caught your attention in a funny way. So what so, do you got for us? Okay, for anyone that's not really <laughs> aware, 
If you have, if you're not on Twitter or whatever, Sydney Sweeney went on the program called Hot Ones, which I've been a fan of for years. It's, it's the awesome. guy Sean Evans. Yeah. He gets celebrities and they eat hot wings. He makes them eat hot wings that get pro- progressively hotter as they go. So she did that show, which like most celebrities do when they're promoting movies and all that, which she she did. And there's, I mean, if you've never seen the show, I'd really recommend it because it's actually pretty good. And find a, find your favorite celebrity. He's probably been on there. And uh, but Sydney Sweeney went on there, and so. She's kind of the it girl of Twitter right now. Like yeah. she's, for lack of a better way, she's a very attractive young woman. Uh, and people really have noticed that. And shout out to big content guy on Twitter. Dude. Arkansas fan <laughs> who we love. Uh, could I don't even know if we can call him a friend of the program because I don't know if he's, he's rocking with it. But he's, I feel he, like he's know, one of us. Though, he's though. one of us, though. You know, But I feel like big content guy like willed this into existence. Uh, not her going on Hot Ones, but after the, she went on Hot Ones, all of the pictures and videos... <laughs> Everyone has just reacted. I mean, there's one in particular of her kind of smiling up and looking at admiration at something, and people have clipped that and turned it into a great meme of, like, my girlfriend when I tell her I've cooked up a nine-way parlay and, like, all these different oh, yeah. things. Arkansas fans when they see Layden Blocker. Yeah, uh, like, stuff like that. And also people have noticed she in the picture she looks very similar to the Bucky's logo. <laughs> and I so I mean, she's literally – it's, like, the same exact – like, she's looking the same <laughs> direction. It's, it's actually kind of perfect, but uh, – yeah, shout out to BCG, man. I feel like he's been tweeting Sydney Sweeney memes for months. Oh, yeah. He's and, been all uh, over he's it. He's been all over it, uh, <laughs> which, you know, that's why we follow him. That's why we love him. And so I feel like he was ahead of the curve now, which he is a lot, to be fair. But he was really yeah. ahead of the curve because now Sydney Sweeney, everyone is tweeting out. I mean, Bleacher Report's tweeting out Sydney Sweeney memes. So big content guy. Shout out to it, man. Uh, we, we appreciate it. And, you know. I'm not gonna. We, we we are both married. I mean, we're not married, man. I'm not married. You're married. I'm in a very committed relationship. We're not gonna comment further. But the internet has appreciated Sydney Sweeney being very. Uh, she's getting pushed forward, and that they have. Yeah, she's she's in the limelight for sure. Also, she's she's promoting this movie, Madam Web, which is a Spider-Man movie, and I love Spider-Man's my favorite character of all time. Not superhero, my favorite TV movie character of all time. But that Madam Web movie with her and Dakota Johnson is going to stink out loud. It's, it looks really? like the worst movie of all time. It's, it's made by Sony, not Marvel, which is always sketchy. They do weird stuff like Morbius. Do you remember that movie that was like, yeah, a, yeah. that was a Sony and not Marvel? Anytime oh, Sony wants to do okay. something without Marvel, it's horrible. Um, and so that's what's going to happen here. So that's what she was promoting. And the fact that you didn't even know that is tells you that the promotional team struggled. Yeah. How about that? You go on Hot Ones to promote your movie, and all of a sudden everyone's tweeting out, you know, the memes of of other stuff. But it is what it is. That's the internet in 2024. You think they have Sydney Sweeney stuff at Alumni Hall? I maybe. I think uh, I think Sydney Sweeney, if she went to an Alumni Hall, she would certainly find stuff that she she could wear. I think that's probably more likely. But they do have all kinds of Razorback gear for sure. And if you're looking for that, I'd recommend you go check it out. I mean. Baseball season is right around the corner. I know they got every different variety of those hats that people love that they can't find anywhere else. They've got them over at Alumni Hall. A little bit of everything for the entire family. I mean, you can go get some swag there. You can shop for the wife, the kids, if you're so interested. The pets. Yeah, I was telling Scotty earlier, like, I might go see if I can get a, you know, a Stanley Amude jersey for my winter dog. Just uh, you never know. As one should, you know, if you have a winter dog and doesn't have a Stanley Amude jersey, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, and what I like is they have all the brands. You know, they got Nike, they've got Columbia, like Patagonia. Like they've got all these high level brands. So if you're a, a pretentious guy who's like, hey, I have to wear my uh, Columbia, I have to wear my Columbia, like they got that. They got, you can get a Columbia with a hog logo. I mean, they've got it all. Um, truly the best selection for, for Razorback Year. And obviously, you know, we're in cahoots. So we, we say that. But, <laughs> but Alumni Hall, they, they do great work. 
Uh, check out the website. Check out that link below that, that uh, you see there. Yeah, Specifically, exactly. check out that link. But uh, I, you, you will be pleased. If you're looking for Hog Gear, you will be pleased with what Alumni Hall has to offer. That's right. And if you're listening on the podcast back home, it's 3417 North College Avenue in Fayetteville. Alumni Hall, the ultimate Razorback shopping destination. That link, by the way, that you need to check out, nattystatesports.com slash alumni hall. Simple enough. The Royal Rumble happened this weekend. Not on Sunday. Not which on is Sunday. Which, That's how I grew up. I don't know about you. Yeah. but. You know, like you get to you get to check that out. Like maybe you get lucky enough to buy the pay per view yeah. before illegal streaming was a thing, yeah. and you know, like you would just be dead at school on Monday, but oh, you didn't yeah. care because it happened. It's a right. Saturday event now. Well, and I remember going to church and begging my mom. Like I would spend the whole time at church, being like, "Mom, tonight they got the Royal Rumble and Brock Lesnar." <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like explaining to her why we have to purchase it. I think I successfully talked her in once, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I always thought it was a Sunday thing. So when I Heard that the Royal Rumble was happening this weekend. I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And then Saturday night, I see memes. Like I see all these videos coming out. I'm like, "Oh, I guess it's I guess it's now." Interesting, but uh, right. So you, I I was really paying close attention, believe it or not, to the to the men's side of this. But did you you check out the women's Royal Rumble? You got something for me there? Like, so look, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys. Like I was tapped in. Like okay. I didn't buy the Royal Rumble. I didn't even watch it. I'm until about an hour ago. I didn't know who won the men's one, but I want to shout out my brother-in-law Eric Robinson, who I texted on Saturday, and I was like, "Who should I bet on for the Royal Rumble?" And he said, "Either Cody Rhodes or CM Punk," but he would lean Cody Rhodes. Great and call. As you mentioned, those were the last two guys in it. <laughs> Great uh, call. He was tapped in, and I couldn't find a way, a place to bet it. But uh, by the way, I couldn't find a place to bet it. I'm just dum, saying. Dum. Dot dot dot. But uh, yeah, I, I thought this. So shout out to him. He nailed it. But what really caught my attention was the women's Royal Rumble, Curtis. Are you familiar with a young woman by the name of Jade Cargill? I'm not. You are not? Well, no. she made her entering debut for the WWE, at least in terms of actually wrestling, okay. uh, on Saturday night at the Rumble. So she was, I believe, the first women's champion of AEW wrestling, All Elite Wrestling, which is kind of I saw this. Okay, the yeah. most successful like branch. You know, our, The WWE has had that for a while, like TNA Wrestling and like... Uh, ECW and like yeah. other like spinoffs that have been super successful. AEW is probably the most realistically successful one, but uh, she's, she's 31 years old and she was kind of one of the early stars of AEW. And so she was a free agent this past year. And it was a huge deal. Like, Oh, who's she going to sign with? And look, I'm saying this like I was tapped in. I learned who this woman was. I don't want to say that. If, you, if someone had put a gun to my head three days ago and been like <laughs> Jade Cargill, do you know who she is? I might've been able to produce that. She was a wrestler. Like I might've right. been vaguely familiar of her existence, but Dude, she tore it up at the Women's Royal Rumble. So first off, again, Curtis and I really weren't super familiar. When they played her music, that place came unglued. People it was knew. like the and I'm, I'm not talking about like you know the the, the WWE has kind of shifted in the last 20 years of like to kids, but I'm seeing 40 year old men like hands on their head, <laughs> like tapping, like elbowing their buddies, like dude. dude. So it's like I could tell. I was like, okay, this girl, whoever this is, like about to walk out of here. People She's are for real. Yeah. She comes out, and I mean. She's she's a great looking woman. She looks like a star. She's jacked. I mean, she she could not be more shredded. Like I I I could not take my eyes off of this woman, Curtis. And look, I'm not saying that in a weird way. I'm just mean like. Well, look, you got to have the the pop to be. You got to you have know. the pop. And look, I, you know, the WWE is such a fascinating industry, but it's like star power is star power. This girl has star power, dude. I'm talking about everyone in that arena was going nuts. The way she was walking, the way she was just she carries herself. You could tell she's just like got that charisma. And so she gets in the ring, and you know, everyone in the ring already knew who she was. Like it was clear she was like a star. Um, and the best moment. So they had this girl named Nia Long in, in WWE who is 
look, I'm not saying this mean. She's easily 225 pounds. Like she's she's one of the it's bigger huge. women's yeah. wrestlers. Uh, this girl Jade Cargo, who I see, I don't know if they have a height and weight for her here. Not a huge person, but she's like I said. She, they say they say they list her on Wikipedia at 5'10", 160. Jade Cargo. Okay. So like a big girl, but not like a but you know, she's shredded. She picks up this girl Nia Long and has her on one shoulder and she's flexing with the other arm <laughs> eliminates her like it was nothing yeah and then they had a moment with uh bianca belair who is kind of one of the more prominent wwe women i believe a former champion and they have a thing where they both are like staring at each other and they're holding their person and they kind of throw the person off at the same time they have a nice little stare down where they and then there's like the wrestlemania sign in the background it's like i saw that clip curtis that was the first clip i saw of this whole thing <laughs> Right away, I was like, I don't know who these women are, but I'm in. I want to see them fight at WrestleMania. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. It was so cool, and the crowd was going crazy. The guy who was, I don't know who it was that was calling, the the the, the commentator was like, let's go. He was screaming like. Love it. And look, it, that's kind of like the epitome of wrestling is like you just see a crowd full of people cheering for something that you don't even know what's going on, and you're like, oh, that's cool. Like That's kind of how we all got into wrestling. And look, I've loved the WWE for a while, but man. I was so psyched watching that and just seeing the reaction. I mean, that reel of them having the stare down had like 7 million views on YouTube. Like, Right. Oh, it was really just cool, like, man. It, honestly, like, it made me happy. Like, I couldn't stop talking to Hillary about it. I was like, dude, there's this girl, Jay Carter. She's awesome. Uh, and like the next day, all my, my Twitter, my YouTube recommended was all like Royal Rumble moments. Yeah. I watched like, a, I sent it to you and Scotty, like, it was like the top 25 surprise entrance. I was just watching well, all this. W it yeah, really like. Man. Made me feel like I was like, man, dude, wrestling is back, dude. Like it's it made me feel good to like enjoy that again. And look, man, like I I was I, we we're kind of joking here, but like I want I'm the WrestleMania. I'm tuning into WrestleMania. I haven't been keeping up with WWE. Hell, I might tune into Monday Night Raw tonight just if I can see Jade Cargo a little bit more. Right. Uh, but man, I'm I'm all in on her, man. Like star power, she's got it. I would recommend anyone if they don't know who I'm talking about, look her up and you'll be into it. I was texting, you know, my brother-in-law that gave me the good pick, and he was like, "Man, I," he was like, "I became a fan the first time I saw her in AEW." Like, I think everybody kind of has that, you know, reaction to her, and she's she's special. So I'm I'm all the way back in on the WWE. I'm I'm, a, I'm oh, back in, man. I love it, man. And I I kind of feel like they uh, the entertainment value is probably as good now as it has been since we were younger. Oh, I would say for sure. And yeah, and for me. Like WrestleMania is awesome. Like it's the mecca, but the Royal Rumble's yeah. always been my favorite. Like there's just something about that yeah. match where it's like, you know, you don't know who's gonna get caught, you know, enter the yeah. ring when. Like it's thirty different folks, you're throwing them out of the ring. It's like mass chaos, but it's so entertaining. And I was kind of surprised, you know, checking it out that there were still quite a few wrestlers who like they, I knew who they were. They always like, bring back the people for like Hacksaw Jim Duggan competed in the Royal Rumble like three years ago. Right. Like, they bring yeah. back like big names for this it was cool stuff. to see like cm punk getting back in there was yeah. awesome obviously he just, now he recently just came back to the wwe exactly because he was at AEW, i believe so it's right like they, they're, yeah uh, like bobby lashley was in there i was like yeah. man like that's that's from well, my Cody Rhodes also i mean we <laughs> dusty Rhodes. for those that don't know cody Rhodes is dusty Rhodes' son i mean he's he's a pretty big name and he also was another one that was at AEW that kind of rejuvenated his career there and is back in the wwe so it's like i think AEW. you know we mentioned jade and cody and cm punk all these guys that have been there They've kind of helped raise the standard in wrestling, uh, and so it's like kind of made WWE have to make smarter decisions. But I agree, man. The star power. I mean, Roman Reigns. I don't even think he did anything last night, but he's a huge name. You always have Brock Lesnar. Like WWE has more stars than they've had since the early, you know, since the early two thousands. You could argue. Uh, yeah. So yeah, man. And look, like I don't, you know, we've we've been accused of being too woke on this program multiple times before. <laughs> 
you know, so if this upsets people, I'm sorry. It's really cool to see two black women potentially wrestle headlining WrestleMania and having this moment where all the, you know, it's, it's really cool because divas have been a part of the WWE forever, but you know, as I know that it wasn't always like a true alt, like it wasn't like people were really tuning in to watch the divas wrestle. Right. It was a little, and so it's cool to see these girls like kind of making that trend of being, you know, the people who headline these shows and the people that are fans are freaking out about. And like Trish Stratus, shout out to her, by the way, she's like the, Everything that we're talking about with Jade Cargill is because of Trish Stratus, yeah. I would argue. Like, she kind of, you know, moved it forward. And so it's it's really cool to see that happen. And, like, when I was a kid, if you would have told me that I, that there would ever be a WrestleMania headlined by two black women, I would have been like, we're probably 100 years away. You know, like, it just really wasn't a thing that was an option. You know, it wasn't even a thing that could happen. So, like I said, man, I'm all in. And, by the way, speaking of Jade Cargill, you know where she went to school, Curtis? No. Jacksonville University. Uh, same as J.D. Notech. So she's the second most famous person. To she's come the out of. second coolest Jacksonville University attendee that I know of, at least. That's big time, man. Big that is time. big time. But, and yeah, uh, I, yeah. Shout out to Cody Rhodes. Like he's the yeah. the first back to back Royal Rumble winner since Stone Cold Steve Austin in ninety seven. Wow, is that right? It goes all the way back to that. So that, that's pretty cool because that was like, I mean, that was my heyday yeah. watching that. It was like, oh yeah, Stone way, Cold's I, the man. So. so I got to explain yesterday. I went to Pizzeria Ruby. No free ads, but shout out to Pizzeria Ruby, the best place in town and i, was, I picked I was, up from there last night so i right i get uh, it well i was drinking i was drinking beer i don't drink beer much curtis but i was having some beers okay absolutely that pitcher had no chance dude it didn't have a chance love man. that <laughs> that uh but anyways i was i was i was drinking and i was like i think i said something like i want another beer give me a beer you know that that stone cold and <laughs> yeah. hillary didn't recognize it and i was like oh that's stone cold steve austin and she was like stone cold and i was like you oh, you know. didn't know? She by Come the time I now. started talking about him, she did kind of know, but it was like really fun for me to explain Stone Cold Steve Austin's what a character, man. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, he'd be canceled so quick now. But. Oh yeah, dude. but uh, Stone Cold's the man. Uh, he never dropped a beer. Every time he would request a beer, and he would they would throw it to him. He'd, I mean, there's yeah, a highlight package. Hands. He had hands crazy. I mean, his and if awesome. he offers you a beer and you don't drink it, doesn't oh, matter yeah. who you are. That's bad. Well, news also, for you. if he's offering you a beer, you know we know. You're getting stunned in about eight seconds is what is yes. probably going to yeah. happen. But, God, man, there's nothing better than wrestling, dude. There's nothing better so than much just, fun, like, man. sports entertainment, honestly. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, we talk about the NFL. Like, that, that's what makes it. Like, we love the sports, and we love the actual, you know, we love to break it down. But there's just something cool about, like, a crowd full of people being there and, like, going crazy for something. Whether it's football, basketball, whatever, like, wrestling. It's just cool to see stars like light up an arena, and yeah. that's what that's what that's kind of what makes wrestling fun. And I'm all in, man. I, I, I was really like, it brought me back the other day, kind of seeing some of these highlights and cool, diving man. back into it. It's 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 cool stuff. And as much as I much as I hate to admit it, and then we'll move on, but I I gotta say, Logan Paul is really good at Logan it. Logan Paul's a phenomenal performer. He's dude. Like, really really good. And at look, it. <laughs> not, uh, we can we can talk about how he's a douchebag and all that. Yes. we don't disagree. He was born for the WWE. Man. Yeah. He's a great athlete, and he's just like, he's a good performer. You yeah. know, like he knows how to do this stuff, and he's clearly like, him and Jake, like, we can talk about what they're doing and whether we, what we like and don't like. You can tell that they were inspired by the Stone Colds and the the Rocks and the John Cena's. Like, everything they do do is like, there's a little bit of reverence in it, where it's like they're kind of paying respect almost yeah. to the performers that came before. And, I mean, even Conor McGregor, who Jake has been kind of trying to, that, I think that's his end game. He wants to eventually fight Conor, and I'm, Getting more and more worried that it will happen by the I end. Know. I know. I think if Connor loses an, a fight or two in the next couple of years, he's probably going to end up boxing Jake Paul, and you know it's it's going to be interesting. But I think it's like I think you can tell that that's what they're going for, and they're almost openly doing that. And so, look, I'm 
I'm kind of entertained by the whole thing. And he's got a belt. Yeah. And look, dude, if you hate them, that's what makes it fun too. Like that's why we like this. It's like it's yeah. fun to hate these people and love them or whatever you want to do. But again, I'm, I'm kind of buzzing from it. I'm, I'm excited. It's good times. Good times. Good stuff. We're five beers down. We're, we're going to go to the final five beer beers. here, but it's more of like a, like a flight of beers or a bunch of <laughs> shot glasses because, like, again, you know, like we ran into this Friday, the right. same thing today. Like, there's just so much to talk about. It's kind of hard to narrow it down to six, but there there's definitely a handful of things that we wanted to hit on uh, pretty quick. First, for me— uh, let's, let's start with the bad news. Go yeah, got to start on a somber note. Um, you know, Arkansas basketball lost to, to Kentucky. Competitive game. They lost by six in Bud Walton Arena, college game day, all that. Um, I regret to inform everyone who is not already aware that the seventh-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks managers also lost by six to number one Kentucky in Bud Walton Arena Friday night, 70-64. to Hard-fought game, uh, but they came up a little bit short. So, anyway, we promoted these guys. We put them on a pedestal. We're trying to get them noticed, and they go out there and, uh, and have a dud against Kentucky. We'll see how they bounce back. Yeah, I mean, it happens. <laughs> it is what it is. We didn't we, get to watch, by the way. We didn't I get to watch, and maybe that's yeah. – one could argue that's why that happened. I don't know. Um, People were for talking. Our, for, for our manager boys that are listening, let us in the building, man. Like, just we're, we're out there. We're banging on the doors. We're like, let us in. Yeah. Just, just let us in, man. It's not, it won't be that big of a deal. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we still rock with the managers. They'll bounce back from this. They'll, they'll learn from this, and they'll grow. They'll get yeah. in the film room. I have no doubt. Good luck, Missouri, if that's yeah, a good thing. Good luck. Yeah, we, you, <laughs> we woke up pissed off today, Missouri. We're coming at you. <laughs> Great practice this day. Uh, <laughs> but, Curtis, I do want to share some good news in the non-Big 3 Arkansas sports world. Okay. The Arkansas gymnastics team, this is this is the coolest gymnastics team Arkansas maybe ever had. Uh, they're really good, Curtis. I don't know. I haven't good. looked at the ranking. I'm sure the rankings will come out today. They should still be in the top five because uh, – they had another win on Saturday, beating Auburn. And, Curtis, we also got to call attention to the fact that we came on this program and I said that I can't wait to see SUNY Lee at Bar Barnhill. She simply does not compete for the Auburn Tigers anymore. She is no longer at school there. I don't know what she's doing, but I she's not there. I think people should appreciate that <laughs> we knew SUNY Lee was at Auburn at one point. We, we witnessed it in we person, did. We watched by her the way. In person. Yeah, yes. yeah. We, we, we are SUNY Lee observers. But, yeah, <laughs> just does not go to Auburn anymore. And maybe that's why Arkansas was able to pull it out. But, man, I want to touch on a few things, Curtis. So, Lauren Williams – from Bentonville, to my knowledge, someone correct me if I'm wrong here because, again, we sometimes make these these mistakes. I believe she is the first ever in-state gym back from the state of Arkansas. Like, it, you know, oh, Arkansas really? Had, like, yeah. So okay. Arkansas does not recruit. You know, gymnastics is such a, like, unique sport where you yeah. kind of have to be, you know, from if you're going to be a high-level gymnast, you have to start when you're, like, a year and a half old. and You have to, like, do it for life. So, you know, these people usually come from all over, like, you know, California, Denver, like wherever. There's, there's like, pockets where you, if you want to be a gymnast, you kind of have to go there. But shout-out to Lauren Williams from Bentonville. So she's a sophomore. So last year she kind of made her debut, and she was a huge part of their team last year. And I believe she competed all around for them, which means you compete in all four events. Like, not, you know, it's very rare yeah. to do that. Um, she's not competing all around this year, I don't believe. But uh, she had a 995 on floor the other day. I believe that's back-to-back 995s on floor. And people were doing the 10 chant after she performed. And, her, and, and the, the, the gymnastics team tweeted, account, tweeted it out if you want to watch the routine. But people were kind of doing the 10 chant. And, uh, love that. But I love that she's a in-state gym back and that she's really good. And it's like, I, you know, we talk about people paving the way. Like, I think that's – she's awesome and she should get some more love because I think she's kind of paving the way for – you know, if you're a young girl in the state of Arkansas right now going to these gym meets, you're like, hey, I want to I compete for the Razorbacks. Now you have a girl from Bentonville who's out there doing it week in and week out. It's really cool to see that. And, and I mean, she's, she's, she's a fun to watch. And she's just a sophomore, so she's going to be around for a few more years. 
Uh, another senior I want to give some love to is Maddie Jones. She's been around forever. She's competed in just about – I think she at some point she's competed in every event. Uh, she's, she had two 9.9s the other day. She had a 9.9 on bars uh, and I believe a 9.9 on beam and a 9.9 on floor. So Maddie Jones killed it the other Man. night. She's having a great start, start to her. I believe this is like her fifth year at Arkansas. So – uh, wanted to give the, those girls some love. Uh, I love with the gymnastics team. Jordan better Weber. up that buyout on Jordan Weber. Yeah, yeah. Everybody better, better be watching out. Jordan Weber. She's she's gonna be a hot commodity after this yeah. team. If this team keeps up, and you know, we they've got two huge meets coming up. They're going to LSU this weekend, Friday, uh, and they're they're next weekend. They're going to Florida, two places they is, have historically not done well at. Is Livy Dunn still at LSU or not? I believe she is. Okay. We'll find out this we'll, weekend. We'll I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. But uh, <laughs> she didn't compete when LSU came to Barnhill last year. That. Livy Dunn just, just uh, a little. The bright, the lights got a little too bright for her. So uh, Barnhill does that to people. We'll see if she shows up this weekend. But if she does, she's uh, she better be ready to get outperformed by Lauren Williams. And by the way, shout out to uh, Jensen Scalzo who I sat, shouted out on the uh, show. I believe she had a nine eight two five on beam. But literally every week she does she hits her beam, Curtis. And she's had some nine nine, some some, but she's every week she kills her beam, and I love it. She did it again. Shout out to you, Jensen Scalzo. But uh, gymnastics, man, they're the they're, they might be the most fun team on campus, yeah. and that's coming from a guy who loves this baseball program. Right, the gymnastics team might be the coolest team on campus right now for Arkansas. Good for them, man. Did uh, did Mike Neighbors have another strong he did. showing he, he did without Talia Scott? Showing. He did, yeah. And man. shout out to Sailor Poffenbarger, eight threes, killing it. Yeah. And uh, that was she's a big good, one. man. And she she what's she averaging like thirty rebounds a game? That's only yeah, a slight she's, exaggeration. She's, she's like it's crazy. Good, yeah. But yeah, she's she's, uh, good. she's good. I mean, she's like a stretch four, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she's she's fun to watch. And yeah, like without Talia Scott, like those are two big wins this week. They're hooping, that man. Had. That was on the road yesterday, right? Yeah. So I believe they're now four and three in SEC play. So it's like again, we talked about them the other day that they're Strengthen kind of on that case. bubble on that bubble. But seems like they're turning towards being a little bit uh, more secure and. Look, Mike Neighbors has been a polarizing figure at Arkansas. Some fans hate him, some love him. If you're not cheering for the guy, like I, you know, we we everyone should be cheering for this guy. If you're an Arkansas fan, like I and the girls clearly love him. You know, like we can talk about his deficiencies or what he's messed up as a coach, but the 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 girls definitely love him. He's doing a good job. And they respond, and you know, I think this year is a huge year where like all eyes are on them. A lot of pressure, like we talked about. So it's good to see them kind of rise into the occasion. And you know, these next uh, six weeks are going to be really interesting for the the women's basketball team. Yeah. I know you're excited about baseball getting started. Softball is going to be good too. Softball is going to be good, man. I'm telling you, like, I know it's, it's 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 kind of crazy that you know the football program and basketball teams are having down years, but it's like Arkansas sports are athletics as, as a whole. Yeah, they're yeah. they're doing as they're they're as good as they've ever been, man. So I think some of these teams, like, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you should be like not following the football team and only, I'm just saying like some of these teams should be getting some love, man. I think they're, they're awesome, and uh, if they if no one else will. We will we will do it on here on the six pack. We'll hit them. We'll hit them on the six pack. I love it. I love it. You got anything else? I don't know if I have much else, Curtis. I think, so. uh, I think we nailed it, man. I, I texted Curtis last night because we were always trying to deter- determine our things. I was like, hey, I have a, always I have like a built in UFC update. I can always oh, yeah. do. <laughs> if, if you hear me giving UFC updates on this show, it's because we couldn't find a six topic, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> but at any point, there's a lot of fun fights coming up in the UFC, Curtis, that you and I will probably be discussing off air soon. But absolutely, a lot of good stuff going on in the world. And hey. As always, hit us up with what you, whatever you want to hear us talk about. Please, we will talk about anything. If your son threw a perfect game this weekend in his, you know, U twelve travel tournament, let us know. We'll give him a nod. He's a shout, know, it's it almost is. like a free cameo. So yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> we're just yeah. If you want love, we're just gonna that's that's what we're doing here. We're spreading positivity, spreading love, and telling people what they should care about. That's right. The vibes which is are what always everyone good. wants. <laughs> the vibes are always good on the six pack.
All right. I think we've done it. We've done it, Curtis. We finished our six-pack. Cool, man. It's good stuff. We will uh, be back on Wednesday with more. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of uh, lot of weird stuff that happens between now and then, so I'm looking forward to it, brother. Absolutely. All right. Appreciate y'all tuning in. As always, on behalf of Curtis Wilkerson and Andrew Ellis, United States Sports, we will catch you guys on Wednesday.